There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. The thing that a lot of people don't know, especially the younger people, it's great listening to music, right? And it's nice if you're working out or doing something you want to you know, listen to some nice music. But unfortunately, the FDA does not control how loud that gets. So you can easily bring it to a level that can cause damage. So a couple things you can do to prevent that from happening. If you have an iPhone, there is a way in the settings where you can go in and limit the maximum output. I do this myself because I'm guilty of it as well. You know, if I like a song, I want to turn it up. So I go in and I limit it. So even if I turn it all the way up, I'm not going to do any damage. The other way, a good rule of thumb to check if something is too loud. If you're listening with your headphones and there's somebody about an arm's length from you and they're talking to you, you should still be able to hear their voice over whatever it is you're listening to. If you can't hear their voice, it's too loud. I took a quick look in Australia at the numbers and it's estimated one in seven has some degree of hearing loss. So that's quite a few. And by 2050, the World Health Organization is projecting about 2.5 billion individuals will have at least some degree of hearing loss in at least one year with approximately 700 million people to the extent where they would require rehabilitation. So that's a lot of people that this affects. This is episode 116. I am so happy that you're here and thank you for joining my show, your coach, Helen Yuskovic. I am on a worldwide mission to help people get confident in putting themselves first because I used to put myself second my whole life. And because of that, I experienced every unhealthy relationship possible. An unhealthy relationship with myself, my health, my wealth, my intimate relationships, my family, my friends, and my career. I'm now living in an abundance that I used to just dream about. So I want to pave the way for you too. 
It's time, guys. It's time that you live in the life of your dreams as well. So let's take a step towards that right now. Here's subscribe to my podcast on your app now so that you always tune in to my new episodes. Hello and welcome back to the show. We have a special guest today and her name is Amy Sarrow. And Amy's doing really good things in the world of health and hearing. And I thought this would be a really great episode because we haven't actually had an episode like this. So firstly, Amy, thank you for coming on the show today. Thanks so much for inviting me. I'm very excited to be here. As you can tell by her accent, she's not an Aussie and I'm in the future. She's in the past. 6 p.m. her time, 9 a.m. my time. So I really appreciate you having an extended work day today because of us. And for those people listening, I would love for you to share a history about yourself, how you got into this space, why you got into this space and what it is that you actually do. Yeah, absolutely. So I am a U.S.-based audiologist. A lot of people, and I don't know as much about, you know, how things are in Australia, but in the United States, not so many people know about audiology or what audiologists do. So I work with people who have hearing loss. You know, we help with hearing aids, cochlear implants, that sort of thing. Also, those who suffer from tinnitus, sometimes also pronounced tinnitus, which is any kind of ear noises that they have going on. For some people, it's very bothersome and they really need some help and some support to be able to improve their quality of life. And then another area of audiology that also not as many people know about is the area of balance. So that is the inner ear has two parts, the hearing portion, and then also the balance portion. If something's going on with the balance portion of the ear, it can affect your hearing, it can also affect how you walk make you feel dizzy, make you feel like things are spinning. So that is all, you know, my wheelhouse, all of the things that I do in my field. Now, how I got into that is sort of an interesting story. So I started originally my bachelor's degree, I studied German, and I went and uh, studied abroad. And I graduated with my degree, I went over and I taught English in Germany for a few years, which was very interesting. I learned a lot about the culture over there and the people you know, helping them to communicate in English, which was wonderful and very interesting, you know, got to learn things about how they make cars and things like that. Then I came back to the US and I decided to change careers a little bit and go back to school. I was originally thinking of something to do with teaching because, you know, teaching is something that I've done. So I thought speech pathology. And as I was taking the coursework, I learned about audiology, which was fascinating to me. I saw one of those videos where there's a child who has a cochlear implant that gets activated and you can just see, you know, the light in their eyes and they're able to hear again. And I was just sold on audiology and what it can do and and how powerful that really is. That's so interesting. Hearing is one of these things that a lot of people take for granted. And it's one of those things where sometimes you know, it can be a little too late and you've already suffering hearing loss and you are suffering the implications and the loss of quality of life. I've noticed as well, you know, with my parents and just some older people, when they keep repeating themselves or when they're like, what, what did you say? Huh? (laughs) And then, yeah, it made me think, you know, with my mum, 
I wonder if her hearing is going. How come she can't hear what I say all the time? And yeah, I was met with complete denial. And I was like, oh, there must be a gentler way to approach this because it must be quite confronting for some people to hear that they have hearing loss because for some reason, I don't know, they might feel inadequate or like something is wrong with them. But I would love for you to share some interesting statistics or facts about hearing that probably most people don't even know. Yeah. So actually there's been some really interesting work recently from the NIH about the financial implications of hearing loss. They're showing their data that someone with untreated hearing loss who goes to, you know, medical appointments, goes to the doctor over a 10 year period will spend $22,000 more in healthcare costs than someone who does not have hearing loss or receives treatment for it. So that is a very large statistic. And obviously I'm talking in US dollars and we're you know talking about a different healthcare system, but it gives you an idea of the real impact that can have in somebody's life. You know, and by 2050, the World Health Organization is projecting about 2.5 billion individuals will have at least some degree of hearing loss in at least one year with approximately 700 million people to the extent where they would require rehabilitation. So that's a lot of people that this affects and it affects people in your life. I took a quick look in Australia at the numbers and it's estimated one in seven has some degree of hearing loss. So that's quite a few. And you mentioned, you know, some of your, your family members, you know, have perhaps some hearing loss. We know that hearing is so important for you know, how you interact in the world. So as an example, financial choices or things can be impacted by that. And if you were able to pick up the information, you're able to remember it better. You also have a lower doctor's bill. You know, there's just so many ways that it it affects people that I'm not sure that everyone's aware of those kinds of, of things. Yeah. Definitely. Here in Australia, we have audio clinics scattered around shopping centers and malls. And I walked in one day with my mother so that I could get her hearing tested so that she could see that actually hmm, maybe something is wrong. And yeah, we did that hearing test where we put the headphones on and yep, her hearing came back terrible. And it was really interesting. There was one of these tests that I got to learn a lot about where they took her into the room to test her hearing and they faced away and they were speaking and to see if she could hear. And then they faced towards her to see if she could hear. And I'm like, what just happened? And they said, lip reading. And I was like, oh my gosh, I never even realized how watching someone's lips move can impact how much we hear. It blew my mind. Definitely. So we're seeing that that had an enormous impact through the pandemic. So during my time working in the clinic over, you know, the time since people have been wearing masks, which is still now actually um, in a lot of medical settings, people just, they would come in feeling really just overwhelmed, isolated, not aware to the extent, like you were saying about, you know, how much lip reading they're doing, 
how much they rely on that. And even for people with normal hearing, so I myself have normal hearing, but during the pandemic, if I would be in a situation where I'm in the grocery store, I'm going to go buy something, there's a plexiglass wall, there's a person wearing a mask, I'm wearing a mask. We can't read each other's facial expressions as well, but we also can't read each other's lips. And then that wall will also you know, diminish the level of sound that's coming at you. So just so many effects of that. And, and you know, we've seen also just the mental health impact of physical isolation. But then when you take away people's ability to connect with each other, that's huge. Yeah, definitely. So fascinating. I love this topic. We were watching a movie on the weekend, my best friend and I, Matthew McConaughey was in it. Can't remember what it was called. And he had this very deep Southern accent. And I said to her, something is wrong with my hearing. I just can't understand like what he's saying. I said, can you put the captions on? And when she put the captions on, I understood everything that he was saying. I said, I don't think it's my hearing. So yeah, it's really interesting to experiment like that with yourself. But Amy, it's time for your first curveball. Are you ready to play? (laughs) Okay, I'm ready. (laughs) Amy, what is something interesting or something that lots of the listeners wouldn't know about you? What is something interesting about me? Um, Take your time. Okay, I need to think for a second. So I am an introvert, which I think people who know me, they may know that about my personality. But I think in some of what I do, you know, I'm a contributor, I I write on a blog, I interact with the public as well. You can kind of seem like, oh, yeah, this person is very, you know, outgoing and this kind of thing. But I'm actually an introvert. I love that. And you mentioned a blog, I'd love to have the link and put it in the show notes for everybody listening. I love reading blogs and it sounds like you have really interesting ones. You touched on before some of the implications that hearing loss can bring forth to people's life. Can you go through a little bit further? Why is hearing so important to our quality of life and how can hearing loss start to impact our overall health? And I heard somebody describe introversion recently in a way that I thought, oh, that's very, that's, I like that. So they described it as introversion as strength. And I think that each of us has a uniqueness to us, whether it be, you know, introversion or, or other traits that the, the world needs all of us, you know, and, you know, I have certain qualities that I can use to help make progress in what I do to spread good information. You know, I think about things very carefully before I do something. So yeah, I suppose that's something that people wouldn't necessarily know about me. So if you think about it this way, so we were just talking about, you know, a situation where let's say for COVID, you take a, you have a mask on, you're not able to really fully see what the person is saying, but somebody with normal hearing, they're able to pick up on enough things where they can probably follow the conversation. If you take that away from someone who has some hearing loss, they're going to be using more cognitive resources. They're going to be working a lot harder just to get the words. And for people who don't have hearing loss or you know maybe are in a, a, a nice environment where it's easier to understand. You don't think about how that affects things. You're just 
participating in the conversation and, and almost maybe taking it for granted that you're able to do that. But someone with hearing loss is working really hard. Their mental energy is expended just trying to understand things. So they're not able to think about higher level parts of the conversation like, oh, you know, I'm wondering about this or that topic or, you know, thinking into the future. They're really focused on those words. And so they're not as present in the conversation. And that can impact, you know, business decisions that could impact relationships that has a lot of trickle down effects. We also know that recent research is showing with cognitive health that there's a connection there as well. So when we're able to provide a good auditory signal, the brain doesn't have to work as hard to tease out the meaning. And that means it's easier to have a memory of what someone said. So if you have, let's say, mild cognitive impairment or you're at risk, it's very smart to get treatment because you want to preserve your memory and be able to, you know, function well as you age as well. Yeah. And I feel like it could become quite a lonely place. Definitely. So it also has mental health effects as well. You know, someone who's feeling isolated, like they can't communicate. Sometimes patients, when they're telling me about, I'll ask them, you know, you have some hearing loss. What's that like for you? Can you tell me more about, you know, how, what's, what that is like for you? And they'll tell me about how they're avoiding certain situations because they don't want to feel embarrassed. They don't like feeling left out. And it makes them sad because they want to take part in those conversations. They want to be there, but there's, you know, it's uncomfortable for them and it, it makes them sad. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It makes me sad. Yeah, it is really sad. So I always, when I hear people, especially the older population, if they repeat themselves or excuse themselves or say sorry that they can't hear properly, it breaks my heart that they have to apologize that they can't hear the conversation and how some people can just lose patience with, you know, just repeating themselves because one day we might get there and we might as well lose our hearing and how would we like to be treated in that scenario? Amy, it's time for your second curveball. Are you ready to play? I'm ready. Amy, what's your favorite form of self-care? My favorite form of self-care. 
I do like a nice bubble bath. I think that that's probably one of my favorite things. It's just very, you know, it doesn't really cost anything. It's something that is available to you, especially in the winter time. So in where I live in Michigan, it can get very cold in the winter. I don't know about you guys, if you get any snow or anything like that, but it's just very, very soothing. Is okay. Um, So yeah, so that's probably my favorite with like a nice scented bubble bath, maybe some candles. Like that's, it's just, that's nice. It sounds beautiful. I have to have at least a bath a week. And actually it was my birthday recently and I got treated to a Japanese bathhouse. So I had about a four hour bath. So there's a whole bunch of different baths at different temperatures. There's really hot ones and then there's sort of a medium heat one and you just sort of walk around and you jump in the bath and you sort of sit just relax and they tell you you know make sure you don't stay in the really hot one for over 10 minutes because your body won't adjust and then they had like a cold bath that you could just jump in as well and then they had a steam room and I was like in bath heaven (laughs) well that sounds amazing (laughs) I didn't I've not heard of that before so yeah I'll have to check that out. Yes, the Japanese love their baths. They usually have showers, the whole family, and then they have a bath which is 40 degrees Celsius. I'm not sure how hot that is in Fahrenheit, but pretty like high 90s, I'm pretty sure. And Yeah, I wanted to say maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And then they all just sort of soak in the bath after their shower. And it's just so amazing. And I totally understand because it feels so relaxing. And the heat, it must move your blood around and help your circulation as well. I digress. Amy, what, this is a big question because I feel like people listening are like, oh my gosh, my hearing, what do I do? What can people do to prevent hearing loss? This is like a two-part question. And then if people feel like they do have hearing loss, what can they do to prevent further hearing loss? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a fantastic question. And there's a lot of attention on this topic right now or in recent years. So we know in my graduate school program, we actually used to bring in students to do a hearing screening and then have them bring in their headphones or their iPod and and listen to it at a volume that they would. And then we had a mannequin where we would put it in the mannequin's ear and there was a little speaker that would pick up the volume of how loud that was. So we were able to measure, you know, how loud is that actually in your ear? The thing that a lot of people don't know, especially the younger people, it's great listening to music, right? And it's nice if you're working out or doing something you want to, you know, listen to some nice music. But unfortunately, the FDA does not control how loud that gets. So you can easily bring it to a level that can cause damage. Mm. So a couple things you can do to prevent that from happening. If you have an iPhone, there is a way in the settings where you can go in and limit the maximum output. I do this myself because I'm guilty of it as well. You know, if I like a song, I want to turn it up. So I go in and I limit it. So even if I turn it all the way up, I'm not going to do any damage. That's so interesting. Do all phones have this capability? As far as I know, they do. I'm not as familiar with Android phones, but I know that there is a way to limit the output 
And a good rule of thumb that you can use if you're wondering, well, you know, how loud? So you want to probably about 70% of the maximum would be ideal, 60 to 70%. If you can just slide that little slider down, you're going to do yourself a favor. That is a fantastic point because I don't know if you know, but I coach teenagers. Oh, do you? Okay. Yeah. Yes. They're all wearing headphones, earpods all the time, listening to things. And it's really great now that I could pass that on to just get into their phones and bring that slider down to that 60, 70% mark because everywhere I look, people have these AirPods in their ears nowadays. And it's like, how loud are you listening to this? I used to be a DJ. And so for nearly a decade, I was in very loud environments. And then I used to be a cleaner and I used to have a vacuum pack and that was really loud. And my mother's been a cleaner for 20 years, which I think is what's contributed to her hearing loss. And I just think, oh, I would do things so different if I could go back 15 years. <laughs> yeah. The other way, a good rule of thumb to check if something is too loud. If you're listening with your headphones and there's somebody about an arm's length from you and they're talking to you, you should still be able to hear their voice over whatever it is you're listening to. If you can't hear their voice, it's too loud. Wow. Okay. That is a very great point. I was with my best friend's daughter yesterday. She had her AirPods in watching YouTube, cooking pancakes at the same time as teenagers do. And I was right next to her and I was talking to her and she couldn't hear a word I was saying. Yeah. So that's too loud. That's so interesting. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. And these are things that, you know, knowledge is power because when we know that we can limit the output and then you can still enjoy your music, you can do whatever, but you're a lot less likely to damage your hearing from that. Because we are seeing that younger people, they're coming in with noise-induced hearing loss a lot of times because of these kinds of things. Okay. The other part of it is also, so environment as part of it, like with a lot of medical things, that genes also play a role. So some people are born with hearing loss. Some people are more likely to develop it with age, but environment can speed up that process. Also, you know, I don't want to go too much on a tangent, but if, for example, if you're on chemotherapy drugs, those can have a synergistic effect with noise, meaning that if you're in noise and taking that kind of medicine, you can actually do a damage at an accelerated rate compared with someone who doesn't take that. Wow. There's so much to know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is so great. This is so great. I will be putting Amy's links in the show notes, guys. So if you want more information, because I feel like I can pick your brain for hours. And so people that do have hearing loss, I'd love to ask you, how can we approach people, say if they are a family member, in a nice way to let them know that, hey, maybe you are losing your hearing without them feeling sad, depressed, in denial, oh my gosh, my life is over now that my hearing is going. How do we start this conversation and what do we do? So it is a conversation that can be approached gently with some people because I think you're right. You know, some people, they maybe they feel uncomfortable about talking about that. Maybe they've noticed it themselves, but you're the one who's noticing it a lot more than they are or choose to acknowledge. 
Um, for those people, you know, I would try to be empathetic with them and kind of meet them where they are. So it's useful to talk about, you know, the things like, like, let's say it's your grandmother, just as an example. So you'd say like, grandma, I so, you know, enjoy spending time with you. I just, I would love for you to be able to um, be more involved in the conversation. What do you think about that? And just have, you know, like a, a, an organic conversation about it and see what her thoughts are about it. And then you can kind of gently introduce that, you know, you might think of something that could help you. I think that would be really good for you. What do you think about that? Because I think if you approach it as kind of you're alongside them rather than, you know, you have hearing difficulty, this is what you need to do. It's a lot easier for people to be more open to that, or at least open to the idea. Maybe it takes time because research shows us that from the time a person is diagnosed until they actually seek treatment is about seven years for the average person. Now, some people it's sooner or later, you know, but that's an average. So you have to realize that some people, they just take some time to, to be ready to do that. Yeah. And I totally agree because I blew it guys. I blew it with my mother. I didn't realize it was a sensitive topic until afterwards because in my mind I was like it's just hearing loss we can fix it we can go get your hearing tested we can get there's new devices that you can use but I think it was like a just too much for her in too short a time so yep those of you that do have aging parents go slowly and just see what they're like I suppose people are different like you said and just to be gentle. Amy, it's time for your last curveball. Are you ready to play? I'm ready. So I'm a mindset coach and I love hearing about ways that people can conquer their own mindset. So my question to you is, how do you move through a negative mindset to a positive mindset? I think for a moment. So what I love about Amy, guys, is she's a processor like me. We call this AD in NLP, Audio Digital, and we take a moment so that we can process everything and then we come up with an answer. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, so I think that, okay, let's say I've had a, a bad day or something negative has happened. I think it's important to acknowledge what that feels like for me and to be honest with what that's like. But then, you know, and maybe I have to do something like go for a walk or just be able to process it, you know, something that's disappointing because it doesn't do any good to pretend like it didn't happen or ignore it um, to kind of put it off to the side. You have to deal with it. So we're humans, um, but we have emotions that are real that we have to manage. So and say do something to kind of allow that to process itself, but then also say, OK, now I need to move on what are my next steps? What can I do to move forward? Because you don't want to get stuck in that place. Everybody has things that happen that are disappointing or they don't turn out the way that they want them to. But it's important to remember, I've had something bad happen in the past. And I also moved through that I was able to, to get through it. So I'll be able to do the same here. I love that. The only way out is through. And I love that you mentioned movement, like a walk, because that really does help us shift out of our state a lot easier than staying curled up maybe um, and 
ruminating through those thoughts again and again and again. Thank you so much for sharing that. Amy, is there anything else that you would love to share or that we didn't touch on about hearing and living your best life that you can pass on to the listeners? Let's see, we've covered a lot. I have a question if I can interject. I was just thinking about babies, right? We've spoken about teens. We've spoken about the older pop. Is there things that parents can be doing around their children, just say with radio, music, cars, TV, because, <laughs> sorry, Queenie, but when, my, say, my best friend's driving in her car, she loves her music, she turn it all the way up. And actually a lot of my friends with their babies have really loud music playing. Is there anything that we need to be mindful of? So with babies it's the same as with kids or with anybody else you also want to protect their hearing of course there are actually i've seen recently some headphone manufacturers that make them for babies so that they fit comfortably on their heads and that they're like let's say if you you have a newborn or a young child and you want to go to i would say a u.s uh, football game those get really loud very very loud and um it's not something you want to be exposed to for hours. Certainly for your child, you don't want that because you want them to have really good hearing so they're able to preserve that for their life. Um, so yeah, so something like that can be really useful. Just being mindful of the noise level for everybody. And if you're curious, so I do this, I'm an audiologist, I'm maybe a little different, but I have a NIOSH app on my phone, which anybody can download for free. Um, it's N-I-O-S-H. And that is a sound level meter that you can use on your phone. You open it up and you can instantly see how loud your environment is. And you can think of your daily sound intake, kind of like your sodium intake. You don't want it to go above a certain level because it could be hazardous for your health. So that level for hearing is 80 decibels, 80 dBA, um, which you would see on the NIOSH app. So if you're in a setting where it's over that 80 mark, you want to limit it as much as you can um, and avoid those situations. I just wrote that down. Okay. But it, look at that. It auto-corrected to the word noisy. How funny noisy. is that? Yeah. <laughs> so it's that <laughs> Thank you so much. That is very useful and a really great hack. Um, I'll put a link to that app in the show notes as well. And you said it's a free download. Um, uh, that's amazing. Amy, anything else that you'd like to share before we wrap it up for today? So I would love for any of um, the listeners, if they're wanting to know more about hearing health, uh, to visit my blog, which is just my name. So it's Amy, A-M-Y, sorrow, S-A-R-O-W.com. And you can always message me if you have any more questions, of course. Thank you so much for your time today. This has been so insightful and I am so glad that we got to connect. Thank you again, Amy. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. All right. Talk to you soon. Thank you times infinity for spending time with me. It really means a lot. Putting yourself first will really help escalate your goals your dreams and I love being on the journey with you so make sure you come and tell me on my Instagram at whole health which is h-o-l 
underscore health and comment below this podcast photo to share your thoughts on my show today. And if you enjoyed it, please leave me a five-star review on iTunes or Spotify so that I can keep bringing amazing value to you. I'm sending you truckloads of love, power, and joy. Bye for now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.